0: You're listening to the OKC 82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris, the best place for OKC Thunder basketball, a part of 107.7 The Franchise Podcast Network.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the same old edition. I'm just kidding. This is the OKC 82 podcast, and it's the OG OKC 82 podcast because we're not doing this on the radio. Uh, It's not a bunch of different people. It is Madison Morris, to my right, and myself, Brady Trantham, just like the old days. And also, just like the old days, Madison, uh, the NBA season is at least on hold for now. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I'm referring to March 11th, which is when the world ended and the season got suspended because of COVID-19. No virus in the bubble as of right now in Orlando, but there is... Still things going on in this world that demand everyone's attention, and today, if you're living under a rock, um, or if you're just getting off of work and you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening, but the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic were scheduled to play middle of the day today for game five. Yes, game five. The Bucks have a 3-1 lead over the Magic, and the Bucks did not come out of their locker room uh, because they ended up boycotting the game because of the shooting by police officers of an unarmed black man in Wisconsin by the name of Jacob Blake. Uh, he was shot seven times in the back, uh, reaching into his car to get his kids. And as of right now, I just read a report on him about an hour or so ago. looks like he's going to be paralyzed from the waist down. He's at least alive. So hopefully he'll be able to share his story, his side of the story. But as it pertains to basketball, uh, the bucks cancel our, um, boycott their game that game ultimately gets postponed and Madison will get to that a little bit later because I think that the verbiage there is very important but then the Thunder everyone's favorite team that listens to this podcast were scheduled to play the Houston Rockets for their game five um, immediately after the Bucks. and Chris Paul met with Russell Westbrook literally those two point guards met mm-hmm. in the in a room in their arena And uh, 10 minutes later, they walked out and both teams had decided, yeah, we're just going to boycott as well and stand in solidarity with the NBA players. And then ultimately, the third game, the Lakers and the Blazers were uh, was postponed as well. And I'm going to assume um, nothing's been official yet, Madison, but I'm going to assume that tomorrow's games will be canceled as well or postponed, excuse me, uh, just so everybody's basically in line. Now, it's six o'clock central time right now that we're recording this. I believe in an hour, seven o'clock, eight o'clock local time in Orlando, uh, the players are all going to be in a gigantic meeting. Everybody is available to, or able to attend that meeting. And they're basically just going to air their beliefs, their grievances. And one thing on the table, Madison, is should we continue playing? Right. There have been some reports uh, from Woj saying that players have grown tired of the bubble environment. And uh, well before the the Blake shooting, and perhaps that they should just go ahead and call the season as is. But there is also a sizable amount of players that understand. You know, sacrifices were made for us to all be here, not just players, but everybody involved to make this happen in Orlando, so that the season should be um, uh, finished. And so, as it stands right now, I mean, this could of course change. I just said this on the radio with Chisholm and Sam Madison, but I would be shocked if the NBA um, goes ahead and cancels the season right now.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely would be too just because they put so much – um time and effort into creating this bubble they had so many meetings and there was a lot to talk about with everything that happened and i mean like you said back on march 11th that just the world halted i felt like it just stood still because nobody was fully prepared of you know what do we do if this happens because it hadn't really been brought to light yet so everything that i'm saying right now i never want that to take away from the situation in wisconsin um and i do I fully 100% support and respect what the Bucks started tonight by um, boycotting their game because that's that's where it starts to see change in the world. You have to do something dramatic. You have to be willing to risk it all because if you're just playing it safe all the time, you're not going to change the world. So honestly, what they did today, I, I love that. And I got to catch up with it a little bit, um, just being a little disconnected today. so. Yeah, it's just it's an amazing thing that's happening right now. But I agree with you, Brady. I would be completely shocked if they canceled what they have right now because so many sacrifices, so many strategic planning, meetings, all of this stuff took place to really build this bubble that's never truly been done before so these players can finish out their season, so people can have basketball, so you know, things can just come to light and feel a little bit normal in the midst of what has been the most chaotic year by far. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's whatever they decide to do. Honestly, I'm to the point where I would support it, but I do of course have those questions of just, you know, what's, what's really going to happen if this entire bubble just evaporates and guys go home and it's not going to finish out, you know, different guys have gotten hurt and been sent home due to injuries because of this. And then it never played out to be anything. And it would just be so disappointing and sad. But at the same time, What they're doing to change the world, use their platform, use their voice, not be afraid to stand up, which is something I've always preached on social media, especially if I have conversations with people, that's exactly what they're doing right now. And I have the utmost pride in them for doing it.
1: Yeah. And the thing is the Orlando bubble has worked. They've not had one positive test since it started. Everything has gone according to plan. And the NBA has also allowed their players and their coaches to speak on social justice issues. So it's worked. Yeah. So th- that just that's another factor in my belief as to why I think that basketball will be will continue. Now, will they just straight up start on Friday after they can't postpone tomorrow's game so everybody's on the same schedule? I don't know. I, I wouldn't really be shocked if they just say let's take a few days to breathe and recalibrate and give our players maybe even some more media availability to just not answer basketball questions yeah. or ignore basketball questions to speak on social issues. Basically just, we're going to air our beliefs and you listen, yeah. no questions, you listen. I wouldn't be shocked if that happened either, I but, love that. but yeah, this is, this is historical. Like, um, obviously March 11th was historical, but that was something that was outside of basic human control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this is something that is of course due to human action And this isn't going to be a podcast where we talk about police brutality. This isn't going to be a podcast where we talk about systemic racism because we've already talked about that on this podcast. Um, I know listeners are probably um, that listen to this podcast. I'm going to safely assume a lot of you are educated enough and are on the side of the players. So we don't need to basically just go over and lecture about how that's all wrong. What the players are doing is great. But it's historical, Madison, just because I tweeted this out right when the Bucks boycotted or ended up boycotting the game. The the NBA, the NFL, the NBA has been here before at a moral crossroads where they've had to make a decision, should we play? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to the assassination of Martin Luther King. Bill Russell and the Celtics just decided ultimately to play the game. Bill Russell later in life went on to say that he regretted that decision. Mm-hmm. He felt like, you know what, that was probably the wrong decision to make. We probably should have sat out because there are more important things. Uh, to address the NBA is now forcing conversations all over the place. And it's even trickled into to major league baseball with the Milwaukee Brewers and the uh, Cincinnati Reds uh, boycotting their game tonight as well. And who knows if this boycotts into the NFL or to college football, but I mean, Madison, it's not really hard to think that those leagues, the NFL and college football primarily comprised of black athletes I mean, even something like locally, OU and OSU football right now, I wouldn't be shocked if those players are having meetings right now. Should we practice tomorrow? Yeah. Should we have team meetings tomorrow? Should we just take a, a break because of what's going on in this country.
0: Right. And that's where it starts. You know, that's the spark of the change that everybody so desperately wants to see in this world. What I so desperately, what you so desperately want to see in this world. Like, it starts with just communication and being willing to give something so important up. Because I get it. For a lot of these NBA players and for these football players, this is their life, it's their career, it's the money that goes into their accounts to feed their kids and take care of their family. I get it. And it just it starts with being willing to sacrifice something and stand up to just what's going on. And I promise I'm not going to get off on a tangent like that people don't want to hear and they want to talk about sports and what's going on in that. I get that. But I will say, like, I agree with Brady that this is a conversation that's going to leak over into other leagues, whether it be college or professional or even high school. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be super surprised if I saw you know some 16 15 17 year olds taking a stance on this too there's no telling what kind of impact this can have and honestly my biggest prayer is that it will have a huge one because it's forcing people to pay attention it's forcing people to almost feel uncomfortable because they've never had to deal with this but the reality is is that we should be dealing with this we should be you know, educating ourselves and like listening to what's going on. So I love the fact that this is happening and I understand that, you know, I'm not going to have the full support of everybody out there, which is fine. Everyone has different opinions, but I I don't know. It's just, I am with you. I would not be shocked to see this go a little further. And I love what they were saying on the broadcast uh, right as I got over to record this with you, Brady, is that, you know, there are going to be more things that happen next week, next month, next year. And that's something that we're always going to have to take into account because, I mean, the world's changing in front of our eyes. And I'm deeply inspired by it. I'm so eager to see where this goes with it. And I'm just one of those people. I'm not going to scream at these Athletes to shut up and dribble, or shut up and throw a football, and whatever you know, they're human beings and they have a huge platform. So use it, and I love the fact that it's happening.
1: But you, you can't say shut up and please play pick and roll defense. That that's <laughs> fine if it's during the if it's in the context of a game. Then sure, go shut through.
0: up and please get the offensive rebound. Jeez,
1: <laughs> stop bitching to the officials, James <laughs> please. Harden. Get no. The offensive right back. no, no. let's have a little fun. Of okay, I, I um,
0: will say that because I do say that.
1: <laughs> no, I think um, another factor why I think basketball will continue at some point in the near future, whether it's Friday or next week, uh, Chisholm Holland brought up the point off air that, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they just take a week off. Yeah, um, I kind of agree. Uh, but another factor why I think um, they'll continue playing. It kind of goes to what I've seen a little bit on Twitter. And our good friend Adam Francisco said this. Um, he said his tweet was basically Kyrie Irving was right. I'm going to respectfully disagree because of what that tweet implies. Now, Adam could very well think something else than what I'm about to say. Yeah. But what that t- tweet implies is Kyrie Irving was right. The players should not have gone to Orlando to play basketball because all these terrible things are still going to happen. What I said on the radio was, OK, well, imagine a scenario where Kyrie Irving got his wish and there was no basketball being played. Yeah. There was no Orlando bubble. And Like we said, it has worked to absolute perfection, yeah. not only with the social justice uh, messages being perpetuated, not only with the positive or the net, excuse me, the great news concerning coronavirus testing and that no one has tested positive. That's awesome. Um, but also because of the product. And because of these players have the platform Mm -hmm. to speak. And so if there's no bubble going on, all these players have, because Jacob Blake was unfortunately going to be Mm -hmm. shot regardless of the NBA being played or not. Yeah, All the players would have would just be their social media accounts. And they have much greater reach than we do, Mm -hmm. but they have a far greater reach with this action of boycotting. Because people who don't even care about the NBA they're annoyed that this is going on because opinionated black people are doing something. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're forcing the conversation to be had in places and in corners that it would otherwise not be had if there was no bubble going on, if there was no basketball going on. So again, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to sound like I'm trivializing their the act of boycotting by saying, oh, I think they'll play in a few days or mm-hmm. play the next week. I, I'm not trying to trivialize it at all, but what I'm str- trying to stress is. It's helping. Yeah. It's helping that basketball is being played, not just to entertain us, not just to give us something to do professionally, Madison, but because they're afforded this platform on ESPN by playing basketball with all the messages on the backs of their jerseys, with everything going on. They're afforded a much bigger platform than all of them individually and then collectively as players. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. I completely agree. I think like when this whole NBA bubble was developed, I was elated about it because i knew that there's so much power and authenticity in being present in person being physically there and using your voice like where people can watch it on national television i love the pow- like the power that social media can have and the way that people can use it to really use their voice and yada yada but it's not the same like i i think this bubble has benefited um, the NBA and just the world so much because people are taking notice. People are seeing the messages on the back of the jerseys. They're seeing, you know, these guys not even truly answer basketball related questions, but immediately skip and, and hop into things about Brianna Taylor and just everything else that's going on in the world. And I love that so much. And, you know, it's just, it comes to a point where there's so many people out there trying to criticize people for speaking up. And it's so cowardly for people to do that. Like I, think if you have a platform if you have a voice even if your platform doesn't feel as big as an NBA player with a multi-million dollar contract still use it still speak up you have the power of it people will listen if you demand their attention so that's just what this bubble has done I've been so proud of it and honestly like not trying to tie this into thunder or anything because I don't want it to come off like a homer or something but you know Chris Paul he w- he had a huge huge hand in this like he really worked hard to help people develop this and make this happen and i just think that's so wonderful and kind of ties it into just the thunder in general and makes me very proud of this uh franchise being in our city so it's just you know there's just so much going through my head with all of this and my thoughts are probably coming off super like scattered all over the place but yep. it's just so much to take in and I honestly can't quite believe that we're living through this. And I'm so proud I am because I'm going... You are going to have a story to tell your grandkids one day and just say, listen, this is what I got to experience and I'm damn proud of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a few years ago when you and I both decided, you know, independently to get into this business, I mean, we didn't want to do world news. We didn't want to do societal (laughs) news because... We got into sports. If we right. wanted to talk about all that, we would have, you know, intern at KFOR or something, yeah, and tried to be reporters. Uh, we are in sports because we love sports. We want sports to happen. Like, yes, the basketball fan in me is a little bummed that I won't have basketball to watch tonight. But the human being in me is like, you know what? There are other, there are more important things to do. Yeah, and you know what? I can just read a book tonight. I can just read. I can do something else. Um, I think basketball will come back. But um, Madison, as it pertains to uh, the Oklahoma city thunder. And if basketball will indeed, uh, continue and I'm going, I think for now we should just assume that it will until we're we're told otherwise. Um, going back to what I said earlier in the podcast, the NBA officially postponed the games. Mm -hmm. They did not cancel them. Um, when the bucks initially boycotted the game, the magic, um, as a team, Uh, released a statement that they did not, quote, accept the forfeiture, which I didn't know that was the case because people were already saying, like, oh, man, are the Magic down 3-2 now? (laughs) Like, they could potentially swing the series now if they're just down 3-2, and plus they have home court advantage. They're playing in Orlando, by God. (laughs) Um, The NBA postponed the game, so it's still 3-1. Yeah. It's still... Game five will still need to be played if they decide to continue playing. So the same holds for the Thunder, both team, I mean, both teams ended up uh, the Thunder and the Rockets post uh, boycotting in unison. So it wasn't like a situation with the Bucks where, and Charles Barkley even said this on inside, inside the NBA tonight, and I I kind of agree because I was watching the uh, pregame on NBA TV, the Magic were on the floor getting shots up in the layup line, and the other side of the floor was empty. <laughs> so the Bucks just they decided right then and there, yeah, and. I mean, I wish they would have told the Magic, Magic so that we didn't have this silly language of we don't accept the forfeiture mm-hmm. because, I mean, in what way in hell would the Magic just say, <laughs> yeah, we're taking it. Three, yep, two, three, it. two, Another bitches. <laughs> Steve Clifford's like, oh, man, my job is saved. If we can somehow force a game seven against the one seed and the Bucks." now. Um, I wish that would have been the case. It didn't, but oh, well, it's not the end of the world. Right. Um, but... The language of postponing is the important thing here. It's just another reason as to why I think basketball will continue because if they just go ahead and cancel the games or postpone the games tomorrow, it's as if these two days did not happen in a schedule sense. They can just, in theory, start back up at a later date with all the game fives that were supposed to take place today and then... Um, the game five sixes or the game fives and I believe a game one in the second round yeah. I think was supposed to start tomorrow. It
0: Boston and
1: Boston and Toronto, which Toronto. that's been my that's been my dream forever. <laughs> uh, when t- like if there's no COVID, if it's just a regular postseason, when teams get swept they have to or when a team sweeps somebody they have to wait like a week and a half to play again because they have the NBA waits for all the round 1 games to end yeah. so they can start round 2 at the same time just go ahead and get it all done just, yeah do it so keep it ball keep y- the
0: ball rolling yeah
1: i mean I, I don't mean to rehash but i think that the language that the NBA used in postponing is important here
0: yeah no for sure i mean there's just so much to take away from this and i i feel like i might be repeating myself a little bit with this statement but I'm just really proud of everything that's going on and I think that yeah like what Brady said it is very important because you know right now everything is just postponed I'm sure that the like the communication inside the bubble is probably exactly what we're doing right now just more questions asked there needs to be more time there needs to be a lot of things settled a lot of conversation so I mean that's what Brady said at the beginning of this podcast they are already planned to talk Uh, this evening. And so there will definitely be some decisions being made uh, that people should at least know by tomorrow or hopefully by tomorrow. I would love to, you know, see what they're going to do. But yeah, with everything that's going on, honestly, I, I just I have a lot of pride in it because I think it's a very valiant act. I think it's fearless. I think that Uh, the Bucks, especially doing this, they have just started a trend. They started a movement. It's something that's going to be remembered in the NBA forever because this hasn't happened in decades. So it's just, it's really awesome to see. I was very humbled to see it and just know that, you know, the NBA has always been my favorite to watch. No, like, downing on the other sports or anything, but I just love basketball. So it's just, it's very cool that these guys are just, they're fearless and they're ready to see change in the world. So they're going to step up and make it happen.
1: Yeah, and look, unfortunately, this will not cure racism. This will not cure no. police brutality. Um, it, it's, it's one thing. It's one day. It's probably going to be two days with the postponing that I am assuming will come tomorrow with those games. This won't cure everything, but mm-hmm. in order to get better, like you have to have these convers these uncomfortable conversations as our good friend, Jerry Ramsey likes to call them there. Uh, it's, it's important if you want to improve you, you know, if you're just talking about yourself if you're trying to improve on something, whether it be your fitness, your your writing, your your job, whatever, sometimes you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, "I suck at this. I suck at this one thing. I need to get better at it." Yeah. And hopefully, a large portion of this country looks itself in the mirror and says, "We suck at this." And if we want to have our entertainment, our our bread and our circuses, if we want to have our our basketball, our football, you know, the pl- you want to have you have to have happy players Yeah, you do. and the players aren't happy. I don't like, I get it. They're millionaires. They are afforded a lot of luxuries. I mean, Paul George just kind of talked about yesterday, like, Oh yeah, I've been depressed. And I talked to a therapist. I mean, I wish I had that pool. I wish yeah. I had that money to just like, if I needed help with something, Call I can just, therapist. Oh, here, let me, uh, let me talk to somebody yeah, about I it. Love that. Um, they're afforded a lot of luxuries, but they're still human beings and when their jerseys are off. I mean, Jimmy Butler brought this up when the bubble started. He didn't want to have his last name on his jersey or any phrase on the back of his jersey. Mm-hmm. Because in his view, like, yeah, when I'm playing basketball, people know who I am. But if I'm on the street, I'm just another black American. Yeah. And unfortunately for him, he's a large, m- muscular black American yeah. who could probably appear threatening or scary to a certain type of people. Yeah, so that's powerful. this is not going to... um cure everything it's just going to help spur on the conversation to hopefully once this is all in the rearview mirror hopefully we're a little bit better than where we were today and that's yeah. the important thing but i guess if you're still a just a diehard thunder fan and all you care about is just the basketball i mean cool um i guess one thing that you can be optimistic about is the thunder don't play the rockets on james harden's birthday because <laughs> it is today and when someone brought i think ryan chapman brought that up today on the franchise Because I already said, like, the Thunder figured out the series. I don't think that – that doesn't necessarily mean that that they're going to beat the Rockets in the series, but they have it figured out. Yeah. The Rockets can still get hot for a half, and the Thunder just don't have the offense to match. Russell Westbrook can come back, and he was upgraded to questionable today. He could have very well played. Who knows how that would have negatively or positively affected the Rockets in this series. But once Ryan said, oh, it's James Harden's birthday, I was like, oh, God. There's
0: just (laughs) –
1: just call it old sports superstition. Whenever someone plays on their birthday, I feel like that they always have a great game. Yeah. So, good job, Thunder! You avoided Harden on his birthday. There you go,
0: Thunder. If one if one positive thing came out to uh, that only revolves around the Thunder, wow! Can't talk Thunder. They did not have to face James Harden on his birthday because Lord knows he would have done something dirty. But yeah, <laughs> honestly, I I guess like for my somewhat final thoughts on this, is just it's all about baby steps, and I think that this is. This is such a great step. And you could argue and say it's a huge step. It's a small step, whatever. Like it's a step in the right direction. And that's, you know, that's the most important thing. And that's what I'm super, super proud of seeing out of all of this. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. You got to start somewhere. And for those of you who look at this and say that this is just dumb, pointless, it's not going to do anything. I I disagree with you and you can come confront me about it. I don't care. We'll talk about it. But I, I just, I disagree with you.
1: So the Bucks just released their statement while we were recording Madison, and um, nothing substantial in terms of the future of the bubble. Um, I, I'm just saying that because I'm sure that's what a lot of people are probably wanting to fast forward to. Um, some reporter even at the very last second asked, "Hey, are you guys going to finish out the season?" And the Bucks just didn't answer. But overall, their message is basically what you would assume. Um, They want action to be taken. They want those police officers that shot Jacob Blake in the back seven times to be held accountable. Um, And they just I think their exact sentence was um, in their entire statement was uh, just today we cannot focus on basketball. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not trying to trivialize anything because. I know a lot of listeners are still curious, like, are we going to have basketball again in the, in the near future? I think that that also bodes well for the future. But again, we'll know more tonight. We'll know more tomorrow, Madison. And I'm sure uh, when, and if a uh, ultimate decision is made uh, you and I can probably just hook back up and sure. talk about it. So, yeah, um, I'm sorry you had to catch up all, all this when you were at your other job making money. No, it's okay.
0: <laughs> I no, Totally fine. I feel like every single time something happens like this, I'm totally disconnected from my phone. Yeah. So
1: Russell Westbrook like, got traded and you were climbing mountains. I was on a
0: mountain. Yeah. I literally was on a mountain and I came off the mountain and my phone just went ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a normal occurrence for me, but I'm just, I'm glad I got to be a part of this podcast. So thank you for reaching out and asking me to come do this.
1: Of course. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to OKC82. And again, I will reiterate, I hope the next time we talk to you, it's going to be about uh, more basketball because I want basketball. Um, I feel that it's important for more reasons other than just entertainment or just, you know so i can make some money because it's my job i feel like it has some incredible importance even though sometimes sports can be silly but i feel like in today's environment it is important and hopefully that's the case but if the nba players decide that it's not in their best interest to keep playing considering what's going on then i will uh probably come around and agree with them because they're the important ones here and that that's that so uh, madison thanks for jumping back on your podcast. And, uh, next time we talk to you guys, like I said, hopefully it's basketball, but until next time, everybody talk to you later.